0: The art and science of spoon-feeding soybeans. That's today's subject. We're standing in a soybean field, obviously, and I've got Chad Henderson and Kevin Matthews. All right, some cool stuff that we're doing. We're better at than we were. We're trying new stuff. Chad, you put on uh, fertility, time planting, and then foliar, 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 right? Rest right. Okay, so tell us what you're experimenting with and how you think it becomes more of an art because it's about timing. It's about getting that stuff at the right place and obviously what you'd like to achieve.
1: Well, you know, we've learned a lot, you know, um, Temple, Kevin, you know, Matt. I mean, all these guys have taught me a lot about soybeans for sure. And I still got a whole lot to go Lot to go because we usually just either we'll put two ton of litter out or we'll either have a, you know, a, a fertility blend, you know, that'll be some dry that we'll put out. And then we've never played a whole lot with Inferro 2x2 two two on soybeans. And we, and we got some Inferro test out this year. So we'll see what, what becomes of that. But I think Kevin does more. Infer and 2 2 on the soybean cell. That's correct, yeah. So tell us your
0: program, and then I'm going to talk about what you do once they're a burgeon. So, okay, at time of planting, you're now
1: doing Inferro. Dry, yeah, well, dry and uh, or litter, pre-plant, and then testing some infer products. Okay, in and the, your,
2: your program is, we're running a full Inferro program. We're running biologicals. We're running uh, different um, uh, growth regulators, PGRs. Yep. furrow, we're running uh, nr 2 our We're running uh, ortho a triple option from a schizolopho phosphate product from Nature's. Uh, we run that at about you know anywhere from eight plus gallons acre, depending on what the yield goal is of that farm. But you won't have any dry or litter. Yeah. No dry. That's what I say. So, Wilton, we'll we do use litter on some farms. but That's right. Okay,
0: so Chad's got chicken litter and dry, and then experimenting and dabbling more into uh at time of planting stuff. You're doing almost no, no dry right. and very little. Yeah.
2: Yeah. You know, but all for sealing and has been- around that plant you know we're we i mean we just ain't got the money to throw it out there like chad does so we, we have to really place it right there and be tight that's right
1: and i really ain't got time like him you know to spend filling planters up all day long you know i need to plant today and crop i think we just so we can keep talking we just heard a previous we heard a previous video that even the
0: seed companies come around and insult chad for his uh his, his crappy soil so i don't know man poor chad he gets picked on by everybody but me okay so then going over the top these soybeans, obviously, the ones we're standing here are amazing, and we're getting really big yields. You know, compared to you know,
1: I want to go. There's a whole bunch of pods on there. What's your fertility program then after emergence? Well, you know, that's what I, that's what that's the part that I'm really learning right now. You know, where when do we push these beans? You know, is it like corn? I mean, where we're pushing it real early. where, where does the early push go? Where does the middle push go? And where does the end push go? Because there's three different times, you know, that you can really. I guess, effect and what we need to push on a bean. And
0: isn't there a danger in pushing them too early? Because then you get a bunch of vegetative growth and the soybeans are our height
1: and then they fall down and then... Exactly and right. And that's some of the that's some of the, uh, the pros and cons of our litter deal, you know, yeah. with the nitrate. So, I mean, it's, it's a give and take on both sides and we're still learning that. But we're learning what we can do to mash these beans early, you know, like you've heard people talk about a herbicide mash or a fertility mash. We're learning how to mash them early. We're learning when to do that, how to do it, when to lay up, when not to. And then in the middle of the plant, in the middle of the time frame, then this is all our money stalks. It's like a cotton plant, you know, like your money bowls on the bottom. But this is where your money's at in the middle of the plant. Okay. So here's what I'm wondering.
0: So the fertility that gets you this, does that happen when they're at like, you know, you guys always talk about vegetative three, five, whatever. Where, where do you get this?
2: Well, well. What, 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 that's more, so th- this area right here is what I call the standard area focus. That's what, you know, we've been taught. This is, this R- R2, R3, we really need to be looking at that. These are indeterminate plants. So where we start picking extra yield up is when we put, we count main stem fruiting nodes. Okay. So we're wanting to, each one of these nodes, we want fruit. And if you're listening, not watching, he's pointing to an area about three inches off the base roots. Right. Yep. Right here. Okay. We want to pot it all the way to the ground. You thought yeah. you'll hear that term. Yes. Well, that's a good thing. If the combine can't get them all, you've done all you can do. That's okay. That ain't okay. Be- so. If there's some soybeans that are still out there yeah. on the ground, now nice. you're gonna be you're gonna be taking care of that at just prior to R one. Yeah. Because that plant hadn't started setting these blooms. You want to save them blooms, make pods, and then once you get the pods, you don't want them to abort. So you want to keep them. So then. The tail end, this is the last area of the plant to mature. And that's the top, by the way, if you're listening and not watching. The very top end, last all of us have seen we get a late, a late fall rain, you know, a late summer rain, and we get regrowth in the top of the plant, and we can pick up 20, 30 bushels from rain. Well, if we can do it from rain, why not get the fertility nutrients in here it needs and build that factory. Okay, so the question here is: you know, if We don't get the rain. Would the
0: fertility later
1: in the season give you that top foot that you're talking? No, about? no. Right. And that's okay. so it's rain. So that's when we're talking about you're gonna have an early cycle, a mid cycle, and a late cycle. And then late cycle, when we're spraying for pest, don't forget the fertility on that side because then we're judging what what the bean size is because we can't make any more beans. We got to make these bigger. The yield is not in the number of beans. I ain't gonna say it ain't. But there's as much yield in seed size as it is the number B Se- Seed size, seed back By the way,
0: when you we talk about the art and the science, then if it doesn't rain and you still think you got to go out with a late fungicide treatment, you're not going to put the foliar fertility in it because you don't think
2: it's worth the money because you ain't going to get that last top foot. Well, if it if it ain't raining, yeah, you you I'll put the you fungicide put that fungicide out. Okay. I mean, you got to pump the brakes, man. Yeah. if you ain't going to make no money, don't yeah, spend it. Okay, so it's the art and science
0: of uh, of spoon feeding fertility. First is a uh, time of fir- time of planting for him for you it's dry and uh, and uh litter and then first pass where you get a fertility
1: product is about herbicide Your herbicide window, don't forget it then okay and then your R three most everybody's gonna make a R three fungicide pass, okay and still we still have a pretty good plant you know, we' got a lot of flowers on it, you know yep. and we got a lot of fruit on it so we we're kind of pushed in right there. Well then the later ones if you can make that R, if you have to make that R5 pass for stink bugs or something of that nature. That's when you're gauging fertility whether or not you have the rainfall or not. And so you do the same thing. You'd pronounce a lot. Exactly. I, I'm going to go my post. Yep.
2: Then I'm going to do R1, R2, depending on how fast I can get the sprayer to the field. And I'm going to wait to about R4 to R5 and do my next thing because the soil is going to take care of that center section. Okay. Right. So, But it's the extra load of plants because you might be doing three foliar treatments in terms of the spoon feeding.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do two. But we're going to buy them. Yeah, we're going to do two, and then we're going to might do a third one. Got it. There you are. You got the method on how they do it. Uh, I'm not
0: going to recap it because you can go and rewatch this if you want to, but I think <laughs> it's pretty cool. Art and science of spoon-feeding soybeans for maximum yields. Chad Anderson, Kevin Matthews, I'm Damian Mason. Share this with somebody who can benefit from it. Till next time, check out more stuff at ExtremeAg.farm.